0: Hello and welcome again to another school year of OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. As I enter another school year of being an OT in the school system, in the DOE, God willing, from my fourth year... I hope to join you on a journey of talking about different items and different objects and wonderful different ideas here in OT Land, especially to help those fine motor skills, to help with utensils throughout the classroom, throughout the home, throughout wherever the kids may be or wherever you may be, especially to help you be as independent and as functional as possible throughout your life, whether it be in the school for kids or throughout the lifespan for adults and beyond. So let's continue with Let's Talk Classroom Objects. Today we're going to talk about staplers. Staplers, in general, are a wonderful classroom utensil, but could be tricky and could be dangerous, so you have to be careful with it. It can help build the muscles in the hands. It's good for coordination. It's good for building the muscles of the hands and the fingers. But you got to show the kids how to use it, and then they can have fun with using it in different projects. We talked last year on one of the episodes on classroom chores and household chores, and when we were talking about classroom from chores we talked about assigning different abilities and different responsibilities and different jobs to kids and i mentioned that again because i think that's a really nice idea a really cool idea, a really good idea to get kids to help you. Why should you have to tackle 25, 27, 30 kids by yourself? Not everybody has an assistant. My wife doesn't. Some people, even in the DOE, don't always get co-teachers or assistants. So have the kids help you to help them to help themselves. You shouldn't have to tackle everything yourself as a teacher, as a parent. If you have a lot of kids at home, even if you have one or two kids, you shouldn't have to tackle everything yourself. They can help you with many chores and many tasks, especially collating and organizing tasks, especially if they're of an age that could be helpful. Not talking about little, little babies, we're talking about You know, school-aged kids and beyond, they could definitely help you and they could help you collate, they could help you organize. If you make things fun, if you make things positive, you make things energetic, you could get kids to do almost anything to help you. They could want to sweep the classroom. They could want to collect materials. They could want to collate materials and to staple materials and to organize materials for you so you don't have to be alone. You don't have to do things alone. You don't have to feel that you're in it alone. The kids are there to learn, but also to work with you and to help you because they could learn these things, they could develop these skills in the classroom, and then they could be an excellent husband, an excellent father, an excellent wife, an excellent mother, and an excellent workplace person, learning those skills very, very young, honing them over the years and beyond. So if you have the utensils, you have the papers, you have the jobs and the tasks and the assignments for different kids, let Charlie be the staple studious student, the, the triple S guy, the staple studious student or whatever you want to call it. He could be Mr. Stapler. He could be the staple, the staple guy or the staple girl, however you want to call it. I can't think of at the moment, a catchy phrase. But think about what you wanted, and they can have that task of stapling different items. Show them how to do it. Make sure you're supervising them. They're near you while they're doing it. Make sure it's safe and not dangerous, and they know what to do with it. If you're worried about the staplers, they found a cool thing called the staple-free stapler. It doesn't have to use staples, and it uses a different method. I wasn't exactly sure how it works, its functionality, but it seems to staple things together. You don't have to worry about the staples getting into fingers, God forbid, or hurting anybody, God forbid. But if you're able to use the stapler you're able to be safe with it and you're able to make sure that the kids are okay with it you could do many things with it providing they know what to do it there are the big old school staplers the black ones that look like every other office there are the cool ones that are a little miniaturized and then there's the really small mini ones which i carried with me in little school when i was in uh middle and high school maybe and then as i got older i got a bigger one but you use whatever size you think is best if it's only a few pages, even the little, little one could work. Obviously, if it's a few bigger pages, you're going to need a heavy-duty one. There's also electronic ones, but those you have to be very careful with that it doesn't catch or hurt anybody because those are very rapid fire, and they, they go so fast, you got to watch out for those. But there are many different types of staplers, so look out for them. Look at Office Depot. You can look at Office Max or whatever places staples the store. You can look at Amazon and see what there is. Besides for just stapling papers and collating and the like and putting up obviously stapling things on the board. When I work in the classroom, in my classroom, in my quote-unquote office, which is just a small classroom usually in the DOE, I like to staple the kids' art. I like to staple the kids' things that they do, and even I get the kids to help me organize the room itself. A lot of teachers have to do it themselves. Sometimes people get others to help them, but in my room, I like the kids to help me out. It's a good functional skill. It helps me help them to help themselves of course to learn how to use the stapler and it makes the room look pretty if they're gonna come twice a week or even once a week to my room why can't they have input why can't they decide how to make it pretty how to make it look nice so one year I had the kids help me staple up the A to Z, all the ABCs, and then we stapled up all the numbers, one, two, three. We stapled up uh, different things. We stapled up a nice big sign that said "OT" occupational therapy, and then we put up different designs and whatnot. A lot of schools require that different providers and teachers make the bulletin board look nice and make it with borders and different colors. But it's much more fun when the kids are involved, and the kids are very creative. You don't even have to ask them how to make the room look nice. Just say we're going to decorate the room, make the room look nice, and they think of brilliant. Really really nice ideas and after each project we do if it's able to go on the board if it's something out of paper or the like even a popsicle stick can be stapled and the kids really love to staple it you know if you take the stapler and you open it and then you you like pound it into the wall and you show them how to do it carefully under your supervision It's a really fun thing. It's a really nice thing and they're able to use that stapler and they see it in a vertical position. We talked last year also on one of the podcast episodes on how awesome vertical standing activities are because you're fighting gravity. So not only are you getting fine motor movements involved in the hands and the muscles and the arms and the elbows and the shoulders, but also you're fighting gravity. So they're doing it in standing and that's a nice challenging task, a task they could do, but puts more element in it. If they staple something on the desk, they staple something on the table Gravity is assisting them. Gravity is pushing down on the stapler. They they just got to go pop, and it easily staples the item. But when they're standing up on the wall, they have to fight gravity pushing in that stapler, so it takes an extra element, an extra effort, makes them work a little harder, makes them get involved a little more so we like to do that also. So when you get them involved with the stapler you could be as creative as you want. You could do stapler art, you could use paper and other types construction paper is my favorite, but you can use whatever you want. You could use that fine paper, you could use tissue paper, a little harder you should try to crumple it because it's very fine, very thin. You could gift wrap things, you could do collating objects with with that. You can have them staple it to the paper. I like collating in general because it involves a lot of times cutting. Scissors is another wonderful task. We talked about scissors last year. We might revisit it again this year because scissors are that awesome and that important. As a classroom object, of course, you might come back to it. But when you're collating, it could be so many different themes. It could be food. It could be items. It could be clothing. It could be whatever you want. And all these magazines and newspapers and what have you are so easy to find these items. And then you could have them staple it to the paper to make it a nice collage. Other times we use scissors and glue to collage. But you could do a collage out of the staples as well. And you could also use all different types of paper. As they get better at the stapler, you could grade up, which means make it a little harder. If something's too hard for them, you could grade it down, make it a little easier for them. But something like foam boards, or even cardboard, and even um, styrofoam board are much harder things to staple. So I wouldn't recommend that right away, but later on, if they're getting really good at the stapler, challenge them a little more with things that are a little thicker, a little harder to use. And of course, you could gift wrap things. If it's around the holiday season, or Thanksgiving time, or something. Birthday, and and you don't want them to use tape. Tape is a wonderful thing. Also, we've talked about that too. But you want to use other items like the stapler. You want them to staple that, then have them do it with you, and that could be its own activity in its own right. They could cut the paper, and they could staple the paper, and then they could decorate the paper and put a nice card in it. Also, you can make a paper lantern using the staples also to close it up. You can make a three D paper snowflake. I saw this very cool thing online, very pretty. I might not be so good at making it. It takes a lot of creativity, organization, and time. But try it. Very cool. You can make these sukkah rings, the Sukkah holidays coming upon us in a few weeks. It's basically linking chains, linking papers. You cut strips of paper. you, you line the paper, cut, put a couple of lines horizontally down. Or vertically down really and they cut along the lines and then they take these things and they wrap it around into a circle and staple it and then the next ring you loop into that first circle and staple it and you keep looping into that staple and it looks like a long chain. You can do different colors or the same color but it's really good. It's really nice things to do and very cool items to do. I'm a big fan of the linking rings. But in order to save some time, we like to keep it below 10 minutes here on OT Talk with Mr. T. Join us next time as we continue with the wonderful classroom object of staplers here on OT Talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host, Mr. T.